This is the Adams Road Podcast, an outreach of the Christian music ministry Adams Road. We study verse by verse through the Bible and share music filled with God's Word. Let's start today by listening through Acts chapter 12, verses 6 through 12. The same night when Herod was about to bring him out, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains. Guards in front of the door kept the prison. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him, and a light shone in the cell. He struck Peter on the side and woke him up, saying, Stand up quickly. His chains fell off from his hands. The angel said to him, Get dressed and put on your sandals. He did so. He said to him, Put on your cloak and follow me. And he went out and followed him. He didn't know that what was being done by the angel was real, but thought he saw a vision. When they were past the first and second guard, they came to the iron gate that leads into the city, which opened to them by itself. They went out and went down the street, and immediately the angel departed from him. When Peter had come to himself, he said, Now I truly know that the Lord has sent out his angel and delivered me out of the hand of Herod and from everything the Jewish people were expecting. Thinking about that, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John who was called Mark, where many were gathered together and were praying. All right, let's keep reading. Verse 6. The same night when Herod was about to bring him out, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains. Guards in front of the door kept the prison. First of all, who in the world sleeps while imprisoned the night before his likely execution, while being bound with two chains and a soldier on each side? Ever been lying in bed at night about to peacefully fall asleep, and then you have a thought? You think about some incident that happened at the store, some stupid thing you said to a friend, or you start thinking about the project due at work tomorrow. Your heart rate starts increasing and your blood pressure rises. Suddenly, you're wide awake and feeling stressed. An hour goes by, and then two hours. You look up at the clock again and it's already 2 a.m. <laughs> then you get even more stressed the longer you aren't able to sleep because you start thinking about how tired and unproductive you're going to be that day. Pretty soon you start thinking, if I don't fall asleep soon, I might as well just get up for the day. So many people deal with some sort of insomnia at times to one degree or another. Now imagine if your life was on the line. Imagine you were scheduled to be beheaded the following day. If much smaller matters stress you out, how much more might the prospect of a public execution be too much to handle, right? You think you'd sleep soundly like Peter? Peter was a man of faith in Jesus. When we know Jesus, we can find perspective and peace in the face of all kinds of troubles. This life isn't everything to a believer. Jesus is everything to a believer. To live is Christ, and to die is gain. I can imagine Peter, while he was imprisoned, remembering Jesus' own words from John 16.33. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. 
In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Peter and the other apostles had been miraculously delivered from prison in Acts chapter 5. When an angel of the Lord opened the doors of the jail and brought them out at night, Peter undoubtedly knew God could deliver him if it was his will. At the same time, James had just been beheaded. Peter probably had contentment regardless of what the outcome would be in knowing that he was known and loved by God. Whether he lived or died, God was in control. Peter was Christ's. Jesus said, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. Nothing Herod or anyone else did could separate Peter or can separate any Christian from God's love in Christ. We have hope in something greater than the world has to offer. And the world can't steal this hope away from us. We have Jesus. The Apostle Paul wrote in Romans 8, 38-39, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation, will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. When you have that kind of assurance settled deep in your soul by God's Spirit, you have rest. Peter rested in the promises of God. Jesus gives rest to the soul. God gives his beloved sleep. The night before Peter was to be brought out and likely executed, I wonder if he believed it wasn't yet his appointed time to die, based on what Jesus had told him in John chapter 21 when he said, Truly I say to you, when you were young, you used to dress yourself and walk wherever you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands, and another will dress you and carry you where you don't want to go. This he said to show by what kind of death he was to glorify God. Maybe Peter had thought some about this prophecy concerning his death. If I were Peter, I certainly would have. I'd be like, well, I think Jesus was telling me I'm going to be a martyr someday. But he also said that it would be when I was old. Define old. Am I old yet? Nah, I don't think I'm that old. I don't think it's my time yet to go. I don't think tomorrow will be that fulfillment. Yeah, I think God's going to deliver me tomorrow. <laughs> Who knows what Peter was thinking, but perhaps he did have confidence that God would deliver him from death this time around, based on what Jesus had told him in John chapter 21. All right, verse 7. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him, and a light shone in the cell. He struck Peter on the side and woke him up, saying, Stand up quickly. His chains fell off his hands. The presence and glory of an angel wasn't enough to get Peter's attention. He must have really been sound asleep. The angel had to, like, strike him on the side to wake him up. All right, so my wife, she loves to sleep. Like, she hates getting up in the morning. 
Rarely do I ever dare to try and wake her up at night when she's sound asleep, unless I have to. <laughs> I can imagine if an angel stood at her bedside, he'd have to do something similar to what he did to Peter to get her attention. <laughs> All right, anyway, so the angel wakes up Peter and tells him to stand up quickly. Then the chains fell off his hands. Let's keep reading. The angel said to him, Get dressed and put on your sandals. He did so. He said to him, Put on your cloak and follow me. And he went out and followed him. He didn't know that what was being done by the angel was real, but thought he saw a vision. I can imagine Peter thinking he was just having another one of those trippy visions, <laughs> like he had had on the rooftop while fasting in Acts chapter 10 when he was staying with Simon the Tanner. Verse 10. When they were past the first and the second guard, they came to the iron gate that leads into the city, which opened to them by itself. They went out and went down one street, and immediately the angel departed from him. When Peter had come to himself, he said, Now I truly know that the Lord has sent out his angel and delivered me out of the hand of Herod and from everything the Jewish people were expecting. Peter comes to himself and finally realizes this wasn't just a vision. This had actually just happened. The chains had fallen off. Peter got past all the guards, no problem. The iron gate that led into the city just opened by itself. God had supernaturally intervened to deliver Peter. The way was paved. Obstacles were removed. The only thing Peter was asked to do was to get dressed and follow. Otherwise, who knows? Seems like Peter was out of it. Maybe he would have ended up on the streets in his undies. That would have been a sight to behold. So funny that it took Peter getting all the way into the city street until he could finally recognize it was the Lord who had sent his angel and had delivered him from Herod. When the angel struck him, the chains fell off and he got past the guards. He didn't know. When the iron gate opened by itself for passage to safety, he didn't know. But after he was finally on a street in the city and the angel departed, well, then he knew. I wonder how many times God works out deliverance in some of our life situations, but we don't recognize it in the moment. The signs were obvious, but we were kind of like in a daze or a trance, like Peter was. However, at some point after the fact, we sober up and can finally recognize the hand of the Lord in the details. Verse 12. Thinking about that, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, who was called Mark, where many were gathered together and were praying. Peter was mindful of the believers that were praying for him. He was probably excited to let them know how he had been delivered and that their prayers had been answered. I'm sure he didn't want them to worry or wonder what came of him. Peter was likely going to hightail it out of the area to safety. But before he went on his way, while he still had the cover of night, I think it was thoughtful of him to briefly connect with some of the other believers in Jerusalem to give them an update. When you're in the body of Christ, you're part of an eternal family. We love each other. We care for each other. We're concerned for one another and look out for each other's interests. 
We mourn with those who mourn and rejoice with those who rejoice. We remember those who are in prison as in prison with him, and those who are ill-treated, since we're also part of the body. God created us for fellowship with him and each other. It's a beautiful thing to do life together, to have somewhere to go to celebrate triumph and deliverance, to have people you know who are praying for you and care about your welfare as you are equally concerned for theirs.
That was It's Not Fair from the Adams Road album Son of Man. Who comes to 
That was Truest Friend from the album Adam's Road. This is the Adams Road podcast, 
and outreach of the Christian music ministry Adams Road. You can learn more about us at AdamsRoadMinistry.com. Again, that's AdamsRoadMinistry.com. We release a new podcast episode every Saturday. Join us next week as we examine Acts chapter 12, verses 13 through 23. Grace and peace be with you all.